You're listening to That Park Live Podcast. From attraction deep dives to resort rundowns to cast member chats, they're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Greg. Oh, we're getting right to it. We're not even getting through that. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. It's a D23 magical day, everyone. Uh, welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. I'm your co-host, Beth. And Hanging out here with my boy. Yeah, your boy. And by the way, say hi to your dogs to us. I'm assuming they all ran over when they heard Beth's high pitch yes. rendition of our introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's through your headphones or like, yeah, what like, in the what? world is happening. World? I hit those notes. That's right. I like to talk to them, too. Um, tell your dog I said hi. <laughs> I, I had to message Stephen, who was our guest last week, because he has another Instagram account. I don't know if he wants people to know about it. But um, the the thing in his bio says, tell your dog. Like, the first line says, tell your yeah. dog I said hi. And I was like, um, quality follow, quality follow <laughs> right there. I am on board. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what's going on with you? Two things I'd like to talk about before we dive deep into the, the okay. bonanza of nuggets that came from... It's like the All You Care to Enjoy series of nuggets from the D23 convention mm-hmm. this week. By the way, why didn't I yeah, go? I what ex- happened? I wasn't expecting much, though. And then no. I was like, oh, they actually have a lot of like good nuggets good stuff, here. Because so. this isn't like, I don't want to minimize the efforts of this event, but this isn't the big one. The big one is in yeah. Anaheim and it's every other year. Right? This is a non-year for, for the big yeah. D23 event. Anyway, two things real quick. One, I was in Magic Kingdom earlier today. I'd like to talk about a few things. But before that... Nicole and I were watching a uh, something on the YouTube, and this person is maybe a little controversial, and I'm not necessarily interested in everyone's opinion of, of Trisha Paytas, but just know that she, if you don't know who, the, who that is, that's fine. But let's call her an mm-hmm. internet personality. Um, but anyway, she has a, a podcast, and her guest was Holly Madison, former Playboy Bunny and girlfriend of Hugh Hefner, girlfriend, wife, I don't know, just... Also besties with Josh um, Strickland, who was the original Strickland, Tarzan on yeah. the Broadway. And Holly and I have been in the same room, but she doesn't know that. But anyway, so oh. uh, we were, I was not allowed to identify myself Scandal. as someone who knew because I was working. Scandal. But anyway, um, we were on the, on the same cruise once. But anyway, the point of all this mm. is we were watching them and uh, really Nicole was watching them. And she's like, Greg, you got to come in and see this. I'm like, what? So they were talking. I don't know why they were talking about Disney World for a long Disney in general. Yeah. Holly Madison being a Club 33 member. She's been to all parks worldwide, whatever. So she's a big fan. She got married at the she got married at the Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean attraction and had her reception in New Orleans Square, which, by the way, that's so cool. Anyway, I only knew that because wow. Nicole told me. I'm not really that big of a, a that's, fan necessarily. That's baller. It is so cool. Anyway, so um, they were talking about Disney and Trisha Paytas was like, hey, do you like follow any of those TikTok accounts that are just always posting? And her response was, yeah, I follow the mouselets. And we were like, we know them. And she like didn't, she like didn't think of anything else too. She was like the mouselets. Yes. And this other account with um, two guys who dress up a lot. And yeah. we're like, what? But they like didn't really even say what it was. I'm like, okay, she so pretty much she's obsessed with the mouselets. I guess which so. Same. <sighs> right. So yeah, congrats to them. It was I'm one so of those. It was an elf moment where it was like Santa. I know him. The mouselets. I know yeah. them. So good. I thought it was so, so cool. Um. We do love us some mouse. Yeah, I'm waiting for B-level celebrities to shout out my name yeah. at some point in time. Like Kathy Griffin. <laughs> yes, I think we can. Please. Life on the D-list, Kathy Griffin. Oh, my Griffin. gosh. I listen to that Park Life podcast. Well, we know Disney listens to our podcast. Well, I mean, so Disney listens, obviously. Everyone, everyone knows that. <laughs> They know they get, they get all their good info. Everything, by the way, so many of their announcements from the D23 event today was born on this podcast. It's so wild. It's so yeah, rough. yeah. Um, I you feel have like to go back and listen. <laughs> I feel like we need to say we're just kidding at some point. Yes. <laughs> That'd be awesome, but no. Listen to the sarcasm in our voice, yes. everyone. And uh, so I was at Magic Kingdom earlier today, mm-hmm. and I jokingly said that I've done something. I was doing something today that I've never done before in Disney World, oh, which yeah. uh, was the Let's dramatic way. It. I'm just saying I had Starbucks. So I don't I don't drink coffee. I don't really drink anything with caffeine minus a little bit of an energy drink when I do my longer like fifteen mile. Basic white girl. Well, I was very basic white girl today because um I had a sip of Nicole's pumpkin spice latte. See the little cup that we got? It was a short Yeah. Yeah, can we talk about the size of this? I was very disappointed in the two of you. I'm like, First of all, it's not the size of the cup, Beth. Did you seriously get a short? Like, yeah. were they looking at you like, what, when no. you ordered that? Here's the thing. 
Oh, it's a couple of things, okay? I they give those out for free. I mean, come on. <laughs> it was over $5. And it was probably, yeah, I was like, it's probably $5. It was with tax, I think it was like 560 something. So what? I, I Seriously? Yeah, it was 563 I want to say, for oh that size. Oh, my God. So, Again, I don't I don't drink coffee. I don't really participate in any of that. Nothing against it. I just mm. don't like I don't like hot beverages. Incidentally, Stephen and I were just talking about that. I don't know why we're talking about yeah. soup. Actually, I do remember why we're talking about soup, but I can't share it. That'll be an inside mm. joke for me and him. But anyway, right. um, this got really weird really quick. So <laughs> I don't like hot beverages. Okay, is what I'm getting at here. So I just wanted to try a sip, and we've been on this food journey that doesn't include like real sugar, right? All right, like mm-hmm. refined white sugar that we're used to. And this is obviously oh. a sugary drink. Yes. Yes. So uh, Nicole really wanted to try it for the just for the for the experience, especially you know like a Main Street coffee or a uh, pumpkin spice latte vibe with all the the fall decorations around. Like I totally get it. So she got the smallest one possible, and I um, I, we she had ordered a decaf, but they didn't make a decaf. So I, I only that. had that a little sometimes. sip. And uh, I couldn't, dr- if I had that. But see, what thing. I would have done was gone back and said, you, I took a sip of this, but then I noticed that it was not decaf and, and then they would let make you keep another it. one. And then you would have each had your own. But I wouldn't drink it. So <laughs> I had because, a, I had a sip Because I've worked for Starbucks and yeah. I would do that. <laughs> and they're not going to think, they're not going to just like throw it out, right? Oh, it's already yeah. wasted in their sense. But I, um, yeah. I, I think it's okay. I don't know how to rate it, everybody. All yeah. I can tell you for okay. sure is, man, Starbucks is crowded on Main Street. <laughs> It is. Did you like the flavor at all? Like, did you uh, feel like, oh, this is very fall like? Did you sure. taste the cinnamon in this it? This was very fall like. I tasted the cinnamon. I don't know. I just was so, I just, I don't, it was okay. It was great. If you like if it, if you weren't good disgusted you. by it, then it's fine. Okay. But I, that's why I was like, oh, you should get something, you should get it iced because you might actually like it more iced. I am what, I'm really into iced coffee these days. Um, so I'm drinking a lot more iced things, but okay. that's where I was like, oh, I, you should try it ice. I think you might like it more. All right. By the way, that sip of the pumpkin spice latte is the is mm-hmm. only the second sip of a coffee style beverage I've ever had in my entire life. I just want you to know that. What you got against coffee, man? I just nothing just against don't like it. it. Just don't like it. So anyway, there we were in Starbs, uh, getting our our um, our basic <laughs> basic girl like vibe, <laughs> um, uh, right there on Main Street. But I mean, it was a, like it was a fun time. We went and sat on Center Street, which happens to be one of the places we were quickly chatting about last week when we had Stephen on from Dintroverts as a kind of an area to, to sometimes zone out in, as we say, or just kind of get a little bit more of a of a quieter vibe back there if you need to recharge your social battery, as he says. It, it was nice sitting back there. Like, that part was really was really fun, just hanging out on Main Street USA. We did also go over to Cosmic Rays, and I did not partake in the Cosmic Rays menu, but Nicole was just in the mood. We've always called the burger there our reset meal. I know I've talked about this mm-hmm. before. We, we didn't have a, a burger a la Greg, um, if you know, you know. And uh, she got the the burger and the fries, um, gluten-free because she's got the gluten allergy. So I happened to bring a little container from home of my potato chips, which are the like the Siete brand, the ones that are cooked in avocado mm-hmm. oil. So they're not, not um, they're just, they're different than ones that are yeah. cooked in different types of oil. They're better for me. And I, uh, I just was sitting there and I ate my protein bar, my blueberry protein bar that I call my dirt bar because it looks just... like hammered Darking dirt down a burger and fries <laughs> oh and she's had an out-of-body experience she said it was exactly what she wanted it to be we'll see if she makes it through the day well, this um, was after the psl so it was high today she really she's is high today. and we were thinking about it we haven't like had a quick service disney meal like that since before april so we're talking yeah. five months ago at this point that's a long time i mean it's yeah. a long time when you're a local it might not be a long time if you're visiting once a year but when you're here and it's like around yeah. the corner basically so it's a long time. We used to do it all the time. Like before you, I would say before you like oh started gosh. running during, more and changing all the COVID? diets up. Like that time yeah. when we were on fun employment and the parks were open and no one mm-hmm. was there. We were going to Cosmic Rays every week, like on the same day. Like, and we're back to eat our feelings on yes. Friday at Cosmic Rays. And then on other days of the week, we go to other quick service places. So like, yeah, it's true. It was a whole part of my life. That's, it was either, that's I knew it was past. either like a hail to the leaf salad or a Greg, our burger a la Greg. Ooh. One of the two is usually what you would get. Yeah. Oh, my hail to the now leaf. Now you're all healthy and crap. Bum, bum, bum. It's all right. You'll get back to it. Don't worry. Hey, now. It's a lifestyle <laughs> change. Just kidding. Well, the thing is, is like I'm eating now, we're at the point where our, our body is had so much interaction with a certain type of food that eating a meal like today, like Nicole, isn't really going to make an yeah. impact because it's the exception yeah. as opposed to the healthy meal being the exception. Yeah. Again, not a, there's not a, al- and there's always room for Ohana. My brother, my brother was like, 
So I guess I'm going to have to go to Ohana because you and Greg just like talk about it all the time. I was like, yeah, because it's amazing. You have to go. Like, he's like, I want you to come with me. And then also we're going to go to Ohana. I was like, yes, that's going to be a yes for me. Thank you. Yes from you. <laughs> um, and then one last thing before we get into our big topic. So this is the mm-hmm. first time we're possibly keeping our video recording. And all I could think about is what do I look like on camera right now? And it's something we're offering for those of those of you who support us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, on one for one of the levels there, but that's all I'm thinking about. I talk with my hands, everybody. Like yeah. it's just me, and I I well, just I look feel around. Like it's, it'll be better for people who really want to watch us because we're like constantly showing each other things. Um, I was making fun of Greg because he waved on the pat chat, and I was like, "You always wave, wave, but like we don't show video." And so we we're like, "Why don't we start showing video?" Um, we're almost so then, at um. So then you can actually wave at someone, and they'll be watching you. We're almost at farts season, where I, I tell I talk about some of the festival of the arts merchandise and i don't have one here but i'd always hold it up to the camera uh, whenever i talk about you it always sh- always show the farts pen so now there'll be a reason for it it'll be good stuff we can have more show and tell and it'll be like okay. it'll be worth it all right yeah so well now you all have that to look that. forward to So this time around, there was a D23 event here at Walt Disney World held in Disney's Contemporary Resort. Oh, which I'll be at, by the way, next week. We're doing a quick little yeah. staycation. Have I mentioned that? But more on that later. Oh. Let's talk. Let's focus on D23 because a lot Doug's of stuff. Doug's going to be like, now where are they staying? <laughs> Listen. Doug, um, I think he's still logged into your account and he keeps seeing your stuff come up and he's like, <laughs> Seriously, where are they? Where are they going now? How, like, how are they doing all this? I was like, I told you, Greg doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. So, I'm just meanwhile, kidding. okay. Well, since we're talking about it, um, I am taking three days off of work next week, but I only have to use two vacation days because I'm working one of my days off, my normal days off, so that I have to do something yeah. so I get it balances out everybody. So anyway, they are having like um, they're having like D twenty three exclusive events too tonight. Yeah, they have all kinds. Like so park, it's a whole like weekend, everyone. It's tonight. It's like a convention, yeah. right? Like Comic Con and those types of things, where it's a it's the whole weekend. You buy the, if you want, you can buy the whole weekend pass and all that stuff. It's but basically Disney Con, okay? That's it kind of is D twenty. It's just called D twenty three. People dress up and they go crazy they over do. it, like especially when it's the big event. But yeah, you know. So um, the the D twenty three is like the official fan club of Disney, right? That's the Disney run official fan club. And um, the event this weekend included a panel hosted by Mr. Josh DeMauro himself, who is in charge of DPEP, the Disney Parks Experiences and Products. And that's the part that we care about, everybody, because yeah. um, that's the the time when you hear some park announcements, as well as not just here at Walt Disney World, although that's really what we're going to focus on. There was some other international stuff and then Cruise Line and some other things. So um, we'll go park by park because you know how I do. And uh, talk about some of the announcements. Some of these are still conversation starters, thought starters, however yeah. they say it. Not necessarily set in stone, but some of them that are set in stone have release dates, which is fun. And some things we've been yeah. really waiting for to hear. We know hear. it's legit when we get a release date, even if it's a like a time coming frame. this time frame. Yeah. yeah. But they're honing in a little bit more on them. Um, okay, do you want to start? We're going to start with Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So a few things here. One that I'm really excited to hear Greg's. Um, take on, but we're going to start with one that I'm very excited about, and that is the Hatbox Ghost. Um, it says that the Hatbox Ghost will officially materialize in late November, so that's pretty much the date they gave us was late November, so we mm. don't really know what that means. Um, right now, there's like a dark construction wall up right there. There um, is where the Donald Duck chair was, so it looks like even in the rendering that they showed today, um, that that's where it's going. It's to the left of the endless hallway with the floating candelabra. Like that's the spot that it's going to go in. Yeah. So I'm one, I'm curious what they're going to do with the Donald Duck chair. (laughs) Um, And then two, apparently some people are already saying that it's controversial because it's like before the spirits materialize because they don't materialize technically until after you go through Madame Leota's room. So there's already like a little bit of controversy with it, but it's like, okay, people, everyone's got to have a thing, you know, (laughs) I'm reminding myself to breathe. So I wish my life was so simple that I got heated about <laughs> at what, what point in a about. Disney World attraction a fake ghost materializes. I just right, want to point right. that out. Yeah. Um, that just, said, well, you know how the, you know how people are. They're like, yes. well, it doesn't fit into the storyline right there because, I mean, I think Doug and I always thought that it would be in the attic because mm. to us that just made more sense. Like, oh, it's in the attic. There's like a hat box. Like, there's hat boxes in one part of the attic. But I'm like, it is what it is. Everyone, I'm, can we just be glad that it's going to be there? 
Yeah, I mean, I I would like to think that they probably had to put it somewhere where there was the least amount of impact or like a, a, a normal amount of impact. What am I trying to say? A minimal amount of impact to like the ride itself, right? So maybe there would yeah. be a spot in the attic, but maybe they'd have to reroute something else or like, uh, we don't know, right? There's just not enough room. I not think for room. As, as big as that thing is, I'm like, yeah, there's really nowhere they can put it. Um, I'm just so, happy it's yeah. there at all. I don't care if it was like at the very end We've instead of a hitchhiking ghost. talking it's about so it for cool. years. Yes. Yeah, literally been talking about it for years. Um, and looking at the concept art, so it does look like there's going to be like a door being installed next to it so that mm. he like enters politely through the door. <laughs> um, you can find what this a piece polite of art ghost. On, well, you know what I mean? Like it just looks like he kind of enters through the door. So yeah. um, you can look up that art, like I'm sure on the D23 website or wherever. I mean, I'm, a bunch of people have posted it by now, but we are I also, excited about the Hatbox Ghost. For the people that have a, a problem with the Hatbox Ghost, being before quote the the ghosts are materializing if you don't know what we're talking about like you'll hear uh madame leota kind of call the ghost in the seance room and then the ghost host comes on and comes on and says they're hearing your sympathetic you're receiving your sympathetic vibrations are beginning to materialize fine but please tell me what else is happening in the rest of the house there the first hallway you go down it's all ghosts they're all they're bursting through the door you got the lifting up the you can see a hand lifting up the uh the coffin top or the casket like am i imagining that are those materialized spirits just there's a question for you all there's just some people that they're just not gonna ever be happy it's fine but we're gonna be happy because we love that hat box i'm excited now I'm excited because I'm like, oh, we're going to be there in late November. Oh. And, you know, we're doing Universal, but we're supposed to take a day off to go to the water park. And if they have the Hatbox Ghost, Doug and I might be like, hey, Greg, <laughs> um, do you want to slip us in the back door of uh, no. the park? Thanks. Let the record show Greg does not do that. <laughs> There's no <laughs> slipping ways. in of any back doors. He has ways. Anyways. All right. Let's go to the next one. Yeah. So Disney announced a refresh coming to Country Bear Jamboree, which we'll be talking about next week when we talk about some disney lyrics so it's so funny that they're announcing a change to it because there's a couple things changing so let's talk about a country bear jamboree getting refreshed will include a new act this Mm -hmm. um this act is still taking place in grizzly hall grizzly hall will be themed around nashville and they're currently working with local nashville musicians and they are underway into the recording of the new act which is pretty cool and speaking of music, the show is going to include reinterpretations of classic Disney songs and different types of country music. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like the songs that we've come to know and maybe love or maybe hate might not be featured or at least not be the only yeah. songs featured, which um, I, th- I think ultimately kind of makes sense because kids now are coming into Country Bear Jamboree and be like, what is this what, what, what is, is this? blood on the saddle more on that next week it's a weird <laughs> yeah. it's a weird thing and i know that there's there's the two different camps stop disneyfying things in disney which by the way hello it's disney world um and leave mm-hmm. leave things alone let them be what they are i don't know i don't know how i feel about it but i think it's cool that we might hear well first of all this thing hasn't been updated in a long time and, a and, long it, time. and it needs it and I'm excited to hear what they like to consider to be interpretations of these songs in a country music genre. Like that sounds pretty mm-hmm. cool to me. So if we can still sing along the words, but have like a like a, a foot stomp and hand clap in time, like that yeah. sounds like a fun time. Everybody, I don't know. More that sounds good jug to me. Blowing in there and some yeah. washboard still. <laughs> put the, put your yeah, lips the, on um, this jug. The one song that we saw them recording was Bare Necessities, so that is going to be one of the songs that's featured. Um, so yeah, it'll be more kind of like that. And hearing them record it, you're like, okay, yeah, this is going to be fun. Because it does sound like, it sounds like them. Yeah, um, it sounds cool. So I'm um, curious what they're going to do with like, is Trixie the one that comes from the ceiling? Well, it's funny. You say, they did say that it would, uh, that the show was still going to keep the same fun and friendly tone of the current show. And it would still include some familiar faces like Trixie and Big Al. And the mm-hmm. poster that they released for it, you should be able to recognize the, the faces on there. Yeah. Um, you know, some of them should look familiar, so we assume they'll return. Um, they did say this will be in the year 2024 with no mm-hmm. specific dates. If I yeah. had to guess, I would say probably not, you know, January, right? This is, if no. they're saying 2024, it's probably in like the middle late. of the year or late. <laughs> Either yeah. the middle or late. Definitely yeah, not early. Probably not in the, the they beginning because they, they would say early. Yep. Yeah. So that's a good one. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm sure there's controversy around that too. Always mm-hmm. is. Um, okay. The next thing we're going to talk about is a new Pirates of the Caribbean themed lounge. It's going to be coming to Adventureland. So this is like a new, 
um, like tavern, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming they didn't specifically say that it's like Tortuga Tavern and they're just retheming it, but I can't imagine that they're not going to retheme that area. I assumed, and I actually totally forgot about Tortuga Tavern, so you might be right. I don't know why. I thought it would be right next door where they have the little makeover area for the pirates and princesses because they're not using that space. Well, me too, but I'm like, but what are they going to do with Tortuga? Because they hardly ever use it now anyway, and it's already set up for food. The well, it's outdoor seat. I mean, they could, right? We don't know, but mm, it's currently like yeah. over. Some of that seating back there is overflow for um, uh, Pecos Bill at some mm, times of the year, and they okay. do open up Tortuga Tavern on the busier days to have additional yeah. quick service options. Yeah. That said, so, perhaps they could shrink know. it and then use it. But I and I don't know why I thought my mind immediately went to the little parlor. I guess you could say because we don't know how yeah. big it's going to be. It doesn't um, look like it's very big. Yes. But one of the one of the main things they did announce was the Barker Parrot will be making oh. its like debut again. So the Barker Parrot used to be outside of Pirates. Yes. Right. Yeah, it's um, like a historic it, thing for that attraction yeah. in the beginning. And it hasn't been there for years, but they're saying that like this is going to be its new home. That the Barker Parrot is going to be inside this tavern. Cool. Um. Yeah. So there's no mention of exactly where, you know, we're gonna see once more details come out. Um. But we're thinking, Greg, you brought up a good point that it could be an immersive experience, like a Trader Sam's at the Polynesian, which could be a really cool thing. That's what I was thinking, period. right? Because the way that it they were like cool kind of hyping it up is that it was going to be exciting and bring you into the storytelling of the right. So like, yeah. how could they not, how would it, in my mind, how would it not look like a Trader Sam's, which isn't big. They've, they really, it's right. a small place and it is themed. That's what made me yeah. think maybe it will be right in there, but I don't know. They said kind of the idea is that it's like the pirate's watering hole. It's my, mm. you know. You know, like one of those kind of places. So Gotcha. Okay. I'm excited. We'll see. The last thing we'll talk about with Magic Kingdom is a more general conversation they were having on stage about the expansions of Magic Kingdom. And this is not really a new thing. They started this conversation last D23 event when we first got mm-hmm. that. The, the first time I think they used the phrase uh, thought starter when they yeah. were talking about what could be beyond Big Thunder Mountain. Big That's Thunder like the Mountain. phrasing that they keep using. They were talking at that time. They were talking about potential uh, villains area perhaps an Encanto themed area or um, I don't know if they said Coco or something, just a bunch of like options they were tossing out there um, back behind big Thunder Mountain. So again, they, they yeah. didn't really say what, but they said they're still tossing around some blue sky ideas. And, Oh, you know, if you're unfamiliar with the term blue sky, that just means like, what could we possibly dream up without having any type of reality involved? Um, the yeah. biggest idea possible. So they're still tossing those things around and they say, uh, that the expansions coming to Magic Kingdom are um, on the same scale as Galaxy's Edge or Pandora, which is to say like a new land with new yeah. attractions, shows, restaurants, and more. So there's the space is back there. They'll have to reconfigure some like backstage parking yeah. lots and stuff. But they've got the space back beyond Big Thunder Mountain. So it sounds like the, con- the conversation is continuing, but really no new information um, was yeah. released about Magic Kingdom expansion. Well, so here's here's some of my thoughts on it, too, because of some things that they were going to talk about um, for Epcot. I think it was mm. uh, maybe it's Animal Kingdom. No, for Animal Kingdom. It makes me think that they might be leaning more towards a villain land. Yes. Right. Because especially they... since the the response to that when they first announced it was like, like, please, we're real excited yeah. about it. And because, you know, Universal's coming out with their new monsters area, mm-hmm. like they have new stuff that they're doing where they're going to do a whole monsters area. So this would kind of be a competition to that, I think. Plus, I feel like villains don't really get like they don't really get anything um, no, as, and- outside of like parties and parades and stuff. Yeah. So I think it's smarter for them to do a villains thing. I'm hoping that they do a villains thing. I think it would be incredible if they did that. And that's why I'm thinking that they might be leaning more towards that because the other stuff that they mentioned before, they're kind of doing that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that too. So Yeah. And, you know, Universal is opening up a third park, like soon-ish, yeah. basically. Yeah. So Disney's got to gotta get their right. gotta get their headlines out there about what's new coming out right i think it's like by 2025 or 26 is when they're gonna have all these like different things at universal so yep. they're gonna have mario world um the monsters like world or whatever and there's some like there's more stuff but yeah. they've got a lot going on so disney's is like okay you're gonna kind of catch up with that so with that let's get into epcot let's talk about this i'm gonna go ahead and like talk about this one first okay so first surprise was figment figment came out figment is now going to be meeting guests as as like this podcast releases, he's meeting guests because it's Saturday. They said he's going to be meeting guests as of tomorrow, which is September 10th. 
Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be, he's out meeting guests now inside the imagination pavilion. It looks like they did change the costume a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, to me, it does look a little bit different. So the background is bright and colorful. It's like the big song scene at the end of the attraction. The artwork is, um, also includes the silhouette of the dream finder and his ship. So it's a little nod there. Um, and I think it'll be cool to have in some of those pictures. So yeah. And he, uh, he is pretty tall. So <laughs> keep that in mind. He's probably like, how tall do you think he is? Like it's almost seven feet. It looked like according yeah, to like, like the videos and, half, and pictures, it was a six tall and dude. Half to seven feet for sure. Um, so if you have smaller kids that might be afraid of those tall ones, maybe not a great one. Um, but yeah, I'm curious how all that's like, how they're going to, it's going to look in photos and stuff because he's probably one of the tallest, like yeah, definitely taller than goofy. Don't you think? That figment's a tall drink of water. I think the yeah, weird thing is because his dude. head's at the top, and it's like he's tall, because, but his head's at the top. Like, Goofy has a tall hat. Yep. But figment, it's like, no, his face is up there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, everyone's excited about that, that he's out back and has a meet and greets, meet and greets, meet and greet area in the imagination. Pulpy figment, area. ignoring all of us short kings. Listen, I don't need to feel more self-conscious about my height, figment. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> He's like, well, I have little wings and I'm a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> he needs bigger it's wings for that shine. big old body. Um, let's like, Did you talk see about... how little they made me in that popcorn bucket? I'm actually <laughs> yes. really tall. <laughs> um, I wonder if that's really what he sounds like when he's not on his attraction. Probably, when he doesn't talk like this in the rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an alien from um, Toy Story. Let's talk... That claw. Let's talk about the journey of water. <laughs> which is opening officially on mm-hmm. Monday, October 16th. Um, we didn't, until this D23 event, we had like kind of an idea. We thought it might be October based on the other things. So right now there's the, the cast member previews are still going on. They did announce annual pass holder and Disney Vacation Club member previews. And unlike other events in the past, those uh, previews for annual pass holder and Disney Vacation Club members don't require registration. You just stroll on up. Um, I think it's like 10 or something in the morning till 5 p.m. each of those days. So interesting. I wonder. I kind of like yeah. that because I'm wondering if they're going to use that time to like really work on getting that queue down because yeah. it's a walkthrough attraction, right? It's not like they have to load and then you – so like they're probably able to, to include more people in there than maybe other attractions. We shall see. With this announcement of the opening date of the Journey of Water attraction – uh, October 16th. They also announced that Moana will be doing a meet and Yay. greet. So she's coming on over from Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. and hanging out here. There's a new uh, spot that is set aside just for Moana to do her meet and greet. Um, if you missed it, I did do a little review on this. I was able to do a preview almost like a month and a half ago now. Yeah. I was like, and, um, old, are you like old it's news? Old news. God. Of water. <laughs> this is so 3000 and late. So no, 2000 and late. 2000 so, and late. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is, I, this is the last time I ever qu- quote black eyed peas. So uh, if you missed it, it was at the end of our last cast member chat episode. It wasn't its own episode, but if you're curious about what's going on over there, um, yeah. feel free to go back to that episode. That's where we chatted with Micah. But at the end of that episode, I talked a little bit about my time at the journey of water the journey of water all right the next thing that i think is going to be very interesting and might actually make me want to do this ride is test track <laughs> test track is going to be reimagined mm-hmm. so disney says they're looking into the past for inspiration of this new version they are still working with chevy uh, but they're saying it's going to be more in line with like the former world of motion attraction which closed in 1996 um to make way like for test track but they're continuing their relationship there um there is like one piece of concept art that they released that kind of shows the ride vehicle as a six seater car. So two rows of three, uh, but the vehicle is much more modern. So it's not as futuristic. There's no time frame announced on this, but I mean, I'm, I'm assuming as we get closer to it, they're going to give us more details, but I'm excited. It's going to be a reimagination of this. Hopefully I think it looks it very futuristic. How dare you? <laughs> something a little bit more fun. So we'll see. Yeah. So like they really did didn't I read give... that wrong? Did I say you, not? You as... did, yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. I it's didn't. More need to, I guess I couldn't have phrased it I, differently, but it it looks modern, if not like more than modern. Like it actually looks like something from the future. Yeah, from the heaping bag from the future. <laughs> um, only some people will get that, and I love you. Guys. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's from an SNL skit. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm excited because I'm just not a big fan of Test Track now. I think it's like kind of boring. I mean, I could see how you would think it's cool if you were a little kid, but I'm kind of like, Meh. I mean, not even. I'm not willing to wait for it, and I just don't think Mm-mm. it's that cool anymore. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do here. 
so this obviously is not the first time they've reimagined Test Track. The, we had the original version, which was, let's call it um, Test Track Legacy. And yeah, it was obviously dated. Original. It looked very nice, which is fine. It makes sense for when it was yeah. open. It looked very 90s, which is okay. And then they yeah. redid it. And they basically made it look like what I thought Tron would look like way before we knew Tron yeah. was coming out, yeah. right? Here, or at least we get well, an like attraction here. The original concept was like test dummies, like crash test dummies. Yes. I remember like going in middle school and they had they had a crash test dummy like walk around yeah. outside of the attraction. I remember that. Um, and so it was very like kind of bare bones because it was that was the whole idea. And then they reimagined it and it was kind of like, what is this? Yeah. So I'm curious. It sounds like based on what they're saying that they're looking to the past. I'm wondering if they're going to include more of the test part of test track so obviously in this version you still put create your vehicle and it still goes through the test so i'm not saying they've completely eliminated it in this yeah. version of it but it just sounds like maybe they're going back to more about like the built like maybe the production process and then maybe yeah. testing out different parts of it i don't know the, the one See. piece of artwork they released is when you're going around the curve believe it or not i just i can't believe i didn't think about this until as i'm saying this that little um, the the scene that they captured in the artist rendering is right around the same time where in the old version of the attraction, the, the, the two people speaking on like the TV that was in the car with you. And they're like, did you see a, a blah, 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 like a, a 30% increase and whatever. And then the other one's like, sure am. And like, that's where we started to use that audio. Yeah. This is for people who have been with us for the yes. since the beginning. Sure um, am. Sure am. Oh my, <laughs> what a flashback. What a, what a uh, blast from the past. So good stuff there. All right, Greg, are All right. you excited about this next one? Yeah, a new nighttime spectacular called Luminous, the Symphony of Us. Mm -hmm. uh, will debut December 5th. We did know there'd be a new fireworks show. That was not news. Epcot Forever is the temporary show that's going on right now after Harmonious closed. But do we love the idea that it's Luminous and there's an us in there, right? Mm -hmm. U.S., see what they did there, everybody? Because, you know, it took me forever to... You, it took me forever to realize that the word nations was in the former illuminations. Oh. What a big dope. And if you're like, hey, Greg, the N in illuminations was capitalized and you still didn't get it to that, I say, yeah, you know what? I didn't get it. Okay. Illumination. No, oh, my kidding. gosh. Um, so according to the Disney Parks blog article, the new show will include fireworks, fountains, lasers, lighting effects, and music. No word on what they mean by fountains. If you look at the artist rendering there, they're in the centerpiece. There looks to be some type of fountains, but we don't know if we're getting different barges. We all know how popular those were um, <laughs> for the Harmonious show. Um, but it's just cool that we have a real new nighttime spectacular. When I say real new, I don't mean like that was not a, a piece of shade toward Harmonious. It's so that Epcot Forever is not meant to be permanent. So we're like getting the new, the next chapter of Epcot Fireworks. And it's coming at the end of the year, December 5th. Yep. So we have a date, which is great. Um, the next thing is World Celebration. So the World Celebration Neighborhood, which is the space behind Spaceship Earth, is going to be opening up in December. Um, we wouldn't be surprised if it's around the same time as the new fireworks show, since they'll probably want like easier way for guests to exit the park. Mm -hmm. But the, the new fireworks show is bound to be more popular than the current Epcot Forever, you know, that's filling in. So... We're thinking it's probably going to be around the same time they mm. might just be like they don't want to say the date yet because they want to make sure they have it already but i'm assuming it'll be around the same time as that so get ready for some of those fences to come down yeah <laughs> thank and this, god that that area of the park has been i like that was has always been the next one that we thought would open up so it's finally happening yeah. and it's right there in the heart so if you go on if you don't remember what the old area looked like if you go on soren they still have it right with like those like that flagged yeah. canopy style thing with the world um oh my gosh the fountain of nations oh i can't remember what that thing was I don't called remember what it was oh yeah. boy i think it was fountain. the fountain of nations. yeah the big fountain everyone's like oh yeah the big fountain yeah because then the fountain view was there which became mm -hmm. a starbucks but previously was an ice cream place but anyway who cares so that's opening it up and it's, it'll be nice to be able to walk through the middle of epcot once mm -hmm. again one more thing they announced about epcot was uh, a character from a movie that hasn't come out yet so the name of the movie is wish and the character is asha and she will be doing a meet and greet. Well, we assume it's a meet and greet. They said she's coming to visit Epcot um, at some point in time. So a new character we don't even really know yet is uh, coming to Epcot at a time that really we also don't know. Not really considered a Disney princess, so oh. I don't know. Just Asha. I don't know. More on that later. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I am excited for Wish. It looks like it's going to be a good one. It's going to tug on your hot strings. 
<laughs> um, all right, let's talk about Disney's Animal Kingdom. So one thing they announced today was that Zootopia is coming to the Tree of Life. So this is going to be a new show that will take place of um, Tough to Be a Bug. It's going to be in that theater. That's kind of what their art, art rendering looked like to us. So we were like, okay, well, obviously it's in the Tree of Life. So that's got to be what they're doing. So they're reimagining that using Zootopia as the backdrop for that. Um, Greg, I ha- you have a note here. Do you want to talk about this? You know, I am excited <laughs> for Zootopia, but this is really upsetting in one really specific way. One of the many things, one of the things that I like specifically about the Tree of Life show, the It's Tough to Be a Bug, is how much the bugs make little kids scream. That mm-hmm. is That fills my canister if this were Monsters, Inc., more than laughter would. I, I'm joking, everyone. But um, I always thought it was so funny when people like, and not even just kids, adults, people freak out yeah, when the bugs are coming to get you. Because- because I hate it so much. Yeah. Well, so and like, if you I'm don't like, like bugs, if you have a thing about bugs, I could totally get that. But, um, yeah. Disney says that the current concept of this it will sh- um it will show like the exploration of different biomes from the movie from you know with Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde will be featured, but it's like the different you know, the different biomes of the movie, which mm-hmm. I always thought would be like a great roller coaster. Sounds cool. Um, there's no time frame announced here because they're currently finalizing the conception, but at least they've announced like, hey, we are actually doing this. We just don't have yep. a time frame for it. It's not an imag- like it's not a idea um, starter anymore. It is something that's happening and it's their way to incorporate Zootopia. Which is interesting because you may have heard that Zootopia might have been one of the movies that could be featured in a renovation of another area in Animal Kingdom, which is Dinoland. We got yeah. to we, we got to thinking about Dinoland last D23 event. When they were talking about possibly Zootopia, possibly Moana, possibly this, this, and that. This time around, they are possibly retheming Dino Land to an environment that be that would be considered the Tropical Americas, aka South America and Central America. And they released some artwork that is essentially an overlay of the um, area of Dino Land where the Primeval World was, where Triceratops Spin is, and then. Mm-hmm the Chester and Hester's gift shop. And if you look at the artwork, it has the house from Encanto in it. And then like this beautiful, I don't know, like greenery garden, I guess, some some type of like open land courtyard thing, which actually looks really beautiful. But if you think about it, if that's the the house Madrigal, you like my accent, everybody, mm-hmm. um, it's if it's about the same size as Primeval World, I'm wondering how much of an attraction it would be or if it's maybe mm. a restaurant. Um, Don't get me wrong. Obviously, the Primeval World attraction was there, but it wasn't very a long track and it was stacked. That's why they were able to do it. Um, I'm curious to see what that turns into, but it's possible that the worlds of Encanto and or Indiana Jones will be coming to the Dino Land area, which are two very interesting It was interesting when they said Indiana Jones because people were like, oh, what? (laughs) But the, I can't remember who it was that was announcing it. He was talking about, the Imagineer was talking about how those were like the two main, um, like movies or, you know, intellectual properties or whatever that came Mm -hmm. to mind for that. So I was like, interesting. So that, this is what I was talking about earlier that makes me think that if they're going to go this way in Animal Kingdom with Dino Land, that that they might do villains in Magic Kingdom. So we'll see. But I mean, because there's also like, well, then what about, um, like, if you're doing this here, then what about um, Coco? You know what I mean? So, because mm-hmm. it seems like that Coco would fit over there as well. So, I don't know. It's very interesting. We'll it see what they is do. very interesting. And I have liked the story behind Dino Land. It, it's, it's quite a story. We've talked about it here on this podcast mm-hmm. before. It's got a whole storyline behind it. Um, however, this artist rendering just looks so lush and beautiful i felt so yeah. like i and i hope it turns yeah. out the way i know south america better be yeah. lush and beautiful you know right that's so i'm looking forward to see i mean hopefully it turns out like this one way or the other whatever whatever movies they decide to include it's going to be a disney prop intellectual property right they're not just going to make something random yeah. i think we all know that's how things are these days welcome to the family madrigal and then if you're wondering, well, how would Indiana Jones fit into that? If the area where probably yeah. the world and Triceratops spin and the Chester and Hester gift shop is were to be movie. in Kanto, what? if they release this other piece of art that is basically where the dinosaur attraction is and Restaurantosaurus is like the other half of Dino Land. Yeah. Yeah. And what is now dinosaur in the artwork, they have a temple. Um, 
listen, I'm not well versed in Indiana Jones. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and assume this is some type of Temple of Doom or something. Yeah. Temple. Or a Temple of the Forbidden something. This I don't know all the things. Okay. But it's one of the temples of something. Yeah. And then otherwise, it looks like just maybe a restaurant again where Restaurantosaurus is. So it sounds like maybe they'll have two different things in have one they, land. Am I like... Am I just making this up? But have they said anything about dinosaur? Like, are they leaving dinosaur? Or are we expecting them to take that out? Well, you may know everyone that dinosaur and Indiana Jones attraction in uh, Disneyland are the same track. It's the same thing. Oh, it's just dinosaur themed here. Why. Yeah. So, and that's exactly what's in this artist rendering is that the gotcha. dinosaur building has become yeah. um, Indiana Jones. So it sounds like they would be able to keep the they track would just re-theme it, re-theme and retheme it. it. Okay. Okay. Well, so it's interesting. That's fine. Other, I feel like without that tidbit, Indiana Jones Indiana Jones feels random. If you didn't know that it was the same it does same feel attraction, random. yeah, um, knowing that because that would minimize because I think the in cost. my head I'm thinking I'm like, doesn't all the Indiana Jones take place in like the Middle East? So like, what does that have to do with like? But maybe I'm I'm forgetting one of the movies. I don't know. Just in my head, I'm like, wait, what? So I guess we'll see there. <laughs> It'll be interesting, nonetheless. Yes. Obviously, we'll keep you guys updated when we hear more. But check out all these artist renderings. All right. Um, Hollywood Studios, they were just kind of like an unforgotten wieners there. So <laughs> love that. Um, Hollywood's got one tiny little nugget. They say that. How do you say that name? Ah- Ahsoka. Ahsoka will yes. be featured in Star Tours next spring. They're basically Yay. Like, no, they're I, like, listen. Anyways, I mean, Hollywood Studios has had a ton of stuff going on. So I understand. They they're do. like, listen, you're fine where you're at. Just, you know, this is not your time. Not not Hollywood Studios time to shine, but a little little something, literally a little something coming their way. Mm-hmm. And then um, that was really it for the parks here in Disney World. And then I know this is not a Disney World park, but we do have a few ports here in Florida. So we thought you all might like to hear just a, cu- a couple of things they mentioned for Disney Cruise Line. So Disney an- announced the name of the second island. So their first private island is Castaway Key. We knew that they got a second island, and there's actually going to be at least one sailing that we know of that's going there uh, in the first half of next year. But it will officially be called Disney Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point. Up yeah. until now, we've just been referring to it as Lighthouse Point as the second private island. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, since it's a new private island, um, people will be excited to see it. The Disney Magic is sailing there first on June 6th of 2024. So mm-hmm. something to look forward to. I think that's already... For, for sale i think you already booked that at this point yeah. um also uh over the the week we also got the um, announcement of the disney treasure so we we knew that that was coming but they really showed us more about what the ship is going to be about we have a whole storyline with uh, a character named arthur quinn he took us through the different scenes if you will um we got we kind of got an idea of what uh, movies will be featured there will be a lot of aladdin on there um uh jasmine and aladdin on the magic carpet it's like the centerpiece statue in the the main area what is that thing called not the foyer boy my cruise line vocabulary is escaping my brain right now the atrium the atrium, atrium thank you goodness yeah. i've only been on two ships so uh <laughs> a lot of a lot of cool stuff i would go check out the the disney parks blog article on that because there's a lot of cool a lot of cool restaurants coming there they have another avengers thing but they just have they have a jungle cruise themed lounge and like the awning over like the bar is the same like flaps that you see on the jungle cruise yeah. ships like just small yeah. really cool details about it and then disney also announced that um uh, the name for their next cruise ship we knew that there are other cruise ships on the way this mm-hmm. particular one is one that will be cruising around the singapore southeast asia area and that will be called disney adventure which is a cool time i may never see that ship because i'm probably yeah. not going to get all the way out there but it is no, uh, the first time yeah, that's the first time Disney's going to be sailing in in that area regularly. Um, so it's cool stuff. So just a bunch of a bunch of stuff coming. Was, and um, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say it was crazy when they were talking about the ships, like because they had a panel about how they build the ships, and they yeah. said something. And they were like, if you put one of our ships up next to the Empire State Buildings, it's like the same length. Interesting. Which I was like, what? That yeah. like how? I don't know. It was crazy because in there and they were talking about how you could like fly the how wide the ship is you could fly like certain jets in there and stuff oh crazy like um because of that's just how like wide these ships are and so they make them in like blocks and then they put them put them all together it was just very kind of fascinating to think of it that way you're like oh my gosh these ships are huge but that's what you want 
So um, to round out our D23 discussion, I grabbed a little bit of audio um, from Mr. Josh Tomorrow, the chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products. And um, here's a little bit more of how we summed up what we can expect from Disney World, basically, over the next, I don't know, maybe a couple of years. And over the next decade, we're going to have more projects underway than at any point in our history. Any point in our history. We are planning to invest billions of dollars in our destinations around the world. Listen, innovation is finally catching up with our imagination, and there's plenty of imagination left in our world. It's going to be kind of fun to do the impossible again. And all of you, our amazing Disney fans, you are the secret to it all. You inspire us every single day. Our sole purpose is to give you more and more of what you love about a Disney experience, and then surprise and delight you with things that you never dreamed were possible. Because a Disney experience, this is a story that we live, it's a story we breathe, it's a story that we all feel. It brings out the best in us, inviting us into a place where anyone is welcome and everyone believes in happily ever afters. All right, as always, we'll go back in time with some Disney history, uh, of course, brought to you in partnership with someone Holly Madison follows, the Mouselet. The Mouselet. Make sure you're following them, too. Okay. We always end up talking about them. <laughs> yeah, what? It's no matter what. All right, what you got? Okay, I'm going back to 2017, and I thought mm. that um, just with, like, you know, things that we were talking about, oh, this kind of reminded me. There's a few things I wanted to, to cover today, but... Um, in 2017, this is when Disney legend Xavier Atencio, nicknamed X, a former Imagineer and Disney animator, passed away at the age. Do you know how old he was? Um, 84. He was 98. Holy moly. Yeah. This week, he passed away. He was 98 years old. Um, he first started working at Disney in 1938 and basically brought us some of the, like, our most beloved attractions. So he wrote the lyrics for Grim, Grim Grinning Ghosts. Um, and like the script for the Haunted Mansion. He also is the voice of the man in the coffin and like the whole emergency spiel thing in Haunted Mansion. Hmm. He also wrote the lyrics for Yoho, A Pirate's Life for Me. So he was very heavily involved in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean attraction as well. Anyways, um, also worked on animated classics like Pinocchio and Fantasia. I mean, he's just like one of the imaginaries. All over the place, you, yeah. Yeah, you just, when you hear about X or Xavier Atencio anyway. So I thought that was incredible. I was like, man, 98, get it, get it. I think moving right. forward, instead of you calling me Greg, I'm just going to ask you to call me G. G, yeah. From now go on. With it. I think that's, go with it. that's Yo, more street. Up? And what I up, think G? when people think me, they think street. So you might as well just call <laughs> me G. Um, I'm going to take us back to the year 2013 because we were just talking about villains and whether mm -hmm. we think of villains. areas going to Magic Kingdom and maybe villains don't get the time that they deserve. Yeah. Well, this week in the year 2013, so 10 years ago, Disney's Hollywood Studios celebrated Friday the 13th with an event called Unleash the Villains. It was a, uh, a temporary thing, like a limited time magic, as they call it, where um, there was a dance party hosted by Hades. What a fun time. And uh, meet and greet for villains around the parks, uh, around the park itself, around Echo Lake. And they had a special fireworks show called Villainy in the Skies. And you may know that previously there was a fireworks show at Hollywood Studios called Fantasy in the Skies. That's why this was Villainy in the Skies. Yeah. Um, so a fun time. So they had a whole event around well, villains on Friday like, the 13th. Why are they not doing that this year? Because, you know, it's been 10 years. But um, <laughs> there's Friday the 13th is in October again this year. In so October. That they're, right, like, I bet they have a Halloween party already planned for that date. I just didn't look at it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Fridays in general, there are Halloween parties. Yeah. So there will be a Halloween party on Friday the 13th this year. special for that one because it's on Friday the 13th. Should, that would be cool. Mm. All right. I do have a quote for us all today. Before then, if you like what you heard today, please feel free to like and subscribe. Head over to iTunes and leave us a review over there. That is very helpful and helps us become more visible in the podcast community. And it just warms my cold, dark heart. And um, if short, you want to follow along, short, our cold, dark heart. Yes. <laughs> my barely five foot nine <laughs> heart. You can follow along our Instagram account at that park life podcast. When I am in the parks, I'm usually posting in there. We do play our Where in Walt Disney World is this game at least mm -hmm. once a week and a bunch of other fun stuff. If you want to follow my personal account, where I sometimes post Disney photography, 
that is at the Disney Greg. And I am at the real Beth McDonald. If you don't get enough of Beth and I here, mm-hmm. um, we have other accounts too, other fun projects. Beth has a bunch of awesome things over at Simplistic Thrills. Yes. And I have another podcast that I do with some friends from work called The Quick Escape Pod or The Quick Escape Podcast. Don't ask me what we talk about. I don't know. It's just us LOLing usually for 30 minutes. Yes. Um, those are all available too. We'll put some the links to those accounts in this episode description. You can head over to our website to do a bunch of things. You can request a magic gram, submit a show topic, a cast member magical moment. That is all over at thatparklifepodcast.com. You can do something else if I ever remembered what the heck we talk about here. Um, if you want more of us, listen, if this podcast isn't enough, <laughs> if our additional uh, projects aren't enough, we also do a bonus episode every week that we uh, post over on our Patreon page. So not only do you get that bonus episode, where really it's just Beth and I talking about whatever's going on in our life. We also post an ad-free version of this podcast and you have access to our Discord channel there where we all get to talk. Um, about either of these episodes or life and what's going on we have the whole trip planning channel we have a whole channel in our discord dedicated to our pets hashtag living that pet life that's right and that's all available for our patrons on patreon and we have our amazon shopping list if you wonder what we take to the parks when we go you can see our storefronts there it is the same amazon account that you get to use for you we do get a little something in return Mm -hmm. as part of it being an affiliate link but it is nothing additional for you I feel like on these types of days when we're talking about the future, after hearing uh, Josh Demaro and a bunch of others on stage talk about what's coming next, I thought, well, we probably should maybe look toward Mr. Walt or Elias Disney for a quote. And this one is maybe not necessarily his quote. This is the quote that's been attributed to him. It's probably maybe the top five most famous quote Disney uh, well, I can use the word quote, motivational quotes out there. But considering what it sounds like the Imagineers are doing for certain lands and certain parks, I feel like we had to do the classic quote, if you can dream it, you can do it. Whether that was Walt or someone else, it doesn't matter. It's a really important thing <laughs> to keep in your life. All right, everybody. And with that. And with that, we'll see you all next week. Yeah, maybe we'll do our uh, Disney lyrics next week. Yeah, we're going to be examining some Disney lyrics next week in park and out of the park. More of a did you know what that actually means kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Or did you hear that right? Music's ending. Wrap it up, wrap it up. Bye, 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 bye. bye, bye, bye. bye.